Welcome to the PGF Canada podcast and our series on the value of a golf professional. Hello again, everyone. Back talking about uh, uh, golf professionals, how they can bring more value to what they bring to the table. Um, Kind of some marketing tips, communication tips, talking about um, uh, different personas of audience members, etc. We want to talk now about the idea of your personal brand. Very important as a golf professional, no matter where you go in life from course to course or you decide to leave a course and you're doing teaching full-time, that personal brand of yours moves with you. Exactly. No matter where you go. And you know what? It's not just for golf professionals. It's people in general. You know, as you move throughout an industry, whatever your industry may be, there are those certain things that are just going to hang with you no matter where. And especially now in the digital world, a lot of that stuff, good or bad, will never go away. So there's always that aspect of yeah. this is what I've got going for me or against me moving moving around. So I think the easiest way to talk about personal brand is, is the idea that in general, people do business with those that they like, they know, and they and trust. trust. Yeah, That's really the art of gaining repeat business is working again with people that you already know and they like you. That sell to those people is extremely easy because you already have a working relationship or a past relationship. It's easy to, you know, continue with that. Yeah, exactly. So when we talk about personal brand, in my opinion, one of the, the biggest things a golf professional can do is share their knowledge. And Very not true. only is this really good to um, to kind of bring that that trust level up, People are generally interested in the knowledge that a golf professional has. That that professional is, has reached a certain level in the golf community that so many other weekend hackers would love to achieve. They're right? professional for a reason. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and the accreditation program they go through, I mean, definitely, they're professional for a reason. They've got a lot of training and they're there as one of their jobs to share their knowledge with people. Yeah. So. How do you go about sharing your knowledge and why is it important? Well, I can use an example from my past, although it's not necessarily tied directly to a golf professional, it does tie to the golf business. Yeah. So years and years ago, uh, I was working in the golf business on the retail side of things and just started picking up a lot of knowledge about new clubs, new balls, new equipment that was coming down the pipe. And I wanted to figure out a way to let the world know about this. And golf professionals are very aware. You get your your meetings with your reps and they bring in the new products and you have a look at them before they hit the shelves. It's very, very common. Social media has changed how that works a little bit. It used to be very much, you would get clubs that would come in and they would show you them and they would tell you all about them and then say, hey, you can, in six months, you can order these for the shop next year. And so, you get to try them out too? Try them out too, oh, yeah. okay. So what... I started discovering was I had a whole bunch of knowledge about golf equipment because that's what I saw every single day. So I said, well, where can I put some of this knowledge and share it with the world? So I created a golf blog focused on equipment. And little did I know that as I was sharing this knowledge with the world about upcoming clubs or things I would hear people say about golf clubs and their experiences with them, good and bad, I was building this trust through my knowledge I was building this trust with thousands and thousands of golfers from all around the world. And over time, as the website became more popular and I shared more of my knowledge, we kind of quickly realized that our website was becoming a very trusted source of information 
people would email us from all around the world and say, thanks to your review about this particular club, I just went down to my shop today and picked one up. Mm. So we quickly started to realize the power of knowledge and building trust with your audience. It was almost like as we built this trust with our audience, um, they were listening to it and they were making real world financial decisions based, based on, on that. that information. Yeah, so it was a very interesting position to be in. And so as a golf professional, if you're able to share your knowledge and share your wisdom with those around you and you become that trusted source of information, people are far more likely to do business with you or wanna be around you because, you know, oh, I, I trust what he or she says about my swing. Yeah. I'm gonna keep going back to them for my next lesson. Exactly, and people, people like having one source of truth to go to. Mm -hmm. And in this case, as a golf professional, I think it's quite important to channel your love for the game mm -hmm. and um, willing to share that information and you'll be surprised at what you can do. When you want to inspire people to give the game a try or to continue yeah. the game or continue playing. So when we talk about the channels, like we talked about in the previous episode, how do you share your knowledge? Is it through something like a blog? Is it simply through being at a golf course and regularly being out there with the public or with members yeah. when there's a tournament you're out there on the driving range saying hello to people sharing your expertise your wisdom right through to perhaps to the point where a local media outlet wants to do a story on the game of golf in the region wouldn't it be neat if you were the person that they called or emailed and said can you give us a couple quotes for this now all of a sudden you're being viewed as that 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 expert in your field for a certain area or region that's extremely powerful on the personal brand side of things. Like exactly. that's, that's a big deal, right? Yeah. And you watch the local news when they have stories about particular things, they generally go back to the same person over and over again because that's their expert they for do, eh? this particular area, <laughs> right? Um, so it's, it's so true. It's, so it, it's, it's interesting to think of it from that perspective that how can I share my knowledge to build that, that trust with my audience, with the people around me and, and kind of, you know, bring bring everything that I know, my wisdom, to their lives. And I also think maybe you should approach it by thinking of words you want your personal brand as a golf professional to be associated with. Examples would be professional, friendly, helpful, trustworthy, and these words should form the backbone or the core of your brand and how your clients will perceive you besides making it easy for people to approach me if they want any of my services. Yeah, oh, for sure. I mean, being approachable is good for anybody's brand. Oh, yeah. I don't know too many people <laughs> where their brand would be, you know, very standoffish. I don't know how that's a, a positive spin on anyone's brand. So definitely, you're right. Not only is this person knowledgeable in their field, they're willing to share what they know. Yeah. And, you know, they're able to tailor their message to whoever they're, whether it's a group of kids they're talking to mm. or a group of seniors or somebody in between, they can tailor that knowledge to them. Yeah. That's adding tremendous amount of value. That's bringing value to you as a professional. That's bringing value to your audience. And that's ultimately, as we kind of went through this series, is how do we package and position ourselves as golf professionals the products and services we offer as golf professionals, how do we package it so when somebody looks at it, they go, you know what? I like 
that offering. Yeah. I'm willing to pay for it. This is going to benefit me in all these different ways. I'm I'm into that decision that I'm going to make. So Exactly. Over the course of of all the the podcasts, the the series that we've just just completed, all sorts of different little things to kind of keep in mind. And I think I really encourage people to review those every once in a while and just kind of have a mental checklist going, does this match what I'm doing? Am I collecting feedback from people? Am I marketing my product and service in the right place for my audience? Do I know who my audience is? Mm. Am I still on point with that? What products and services am I offering? Not just in in looking at it, not just from a price point, but also what's the inherent value that people experience from these products and services and is everything still aligned? And I think if golf professionals are able to kind of look at that, even just on an annual basis, I think you'll discover that staying staying relevant inside your market is, is a very, very important thing. Yeah. And changing with the times and, and making sure that what you're offering is still what people are looking for. Because change is okay. Yeah. If you're making change for the right reasons based based on the feedback and the data you've collected and you're, you're confident in what you're changing, yeah. that's a good thing. Exactly. And don't be afraid to react to things happening. You know, maybe a year ago, something was working for your audience, but things change. I think one classic example in almost every field is... Um, the concept of free Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. At some point, that was a premium offering, which differentiated places like even golf courses. Mm-hmm. But now it's something like a standard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, that's offered everywhere. So just think about your product in that sense. That change is okay. Well, and even in the golf business, you mentioned free Wi-Fi, but the idea of of um, the role of smartphones in the golf business, mm. where you know, not just at a course level, but now at a tournament level watch the next time somebody's making a big putt watch everybody standing around the green (laughs) they're kind of looking at the putt with their eyes but their (laughs) eyes are looking at the screen of their smartphone while they're doing it yeah that's really changed from 15 years ago where it was just a no-no the phones don't come on the golf course that's the Mm. way it works yeah um you know that's evolving too so everything is evolving and it's those that decide to evolve with it are the ones that are going to have success so Thank you very much for tuning in across this whole series. If this is one of the first ones you've heard about, there is a, a larger series that you might want to take advantage of. But um, uh, thank you very much for joining us. I hope you got some value out of this. Yeah, we'll talk definitely. To you again.